0: an easy target for those who would like to give Plato a bad name and hang him. Of course, this is not a new phenomenon. It began with his student, Aristotle, who used him for his own purposes. And Aristotle's interpretation has continued to this very day, most notably in its recency in a book by I.F. Stone. Aristotle's aim in many of his writings is to attribute to Plato a realm of separated forms, the first charge, which forms would be infinitely regressive and meaningless on the one hand, or irrelevant to nature on the other. Without proceeding into the intricate details of Aristotle's caricature of his teacher, this much needs saying that the big mistake of the separated forms is usually said to be the third man argument now what is wrong with the third man argument what is this obvious fallacy which is attributed to Plato even though Plato is careful to refute the argument himself many times what is that argument clever philosophers currently call it TMA Stated simply, it is this. If Callias and Socrates are men, but cannot be pure ideas, then there must needs be a third man, a pure idea, in order to understand the manness of Callias and the manness of Socrates. But if there is a third man, must there not also be a fourth man to understand the third? And a fifth, a sixth, ad infinitum and if such is the case we shall never know anything at all about manness, because we shall have committed an infinite regress which can never yield any firm knowledge Plato as I've suggested refutes this argument many times and had himself warned against the fallacy of the infinite regress Plato was no Platonist even if his student Aristotle said so. Aristotle just gave him a bad name and tried to hang him. However, the former students who turn out to be worst enemies like Aristotle are not the only ones who might give one a bad name. There are also those who consider themselves devoted disciples and friends. In Plato's case, there were the Neo-Platonists, who tried their level best to be discipuli, only to make a version of Platonism which Plato would not recognize, given an aeon to contemplate. I am thinking of Plotinus and the Neoplatonists. Here, full-blown, is the Plato of the Aristotelian gossip, the detached forms, the myriad emanations, the ecstatic transcendental visions. Now, Plato was a great teller of tales, myths, and allegories, but there is not one of these that is not given a reasonable interpretation, a rational explanation, a meaningful application. The allegory of the cave, for example, Republic 514a, is an explicit explanation of the nature of knowledge and how one might feel to gain it. No, again... Plato was no Platonist, no matter which student or disciple said he was. Perhaps the greatest of those who have given Plato a bad name are the Christian theologians, for example, Paul and Augustine. The grounds for asceticism and Puritanic moralism in the Christian tradition are well known. It was Augustine who thought the theater a morally degenerate place, not Plato, But it is Plato who is said to have created the split-level world and advocated living only on its top floor. Such asceticism is not Plato. Plato was an Athenian lover of life, not a Spartan, like Lycurgus, who wished for a regimental military discipline as a moral, political, social ideal. Paul said one should best remain single, as I am, not Plato. Again, Plato was not a Platonist. Paul and Augustine, oddly enough, however, were.